The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're tuning in to That's a Retrograde. Welcome, friends. Welcome, you guys. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari, and we are back, and we are so stoked because today we have a guest that is, what is it, her fourth time? Fifth time? Multi-time guest, friend, teacher, Mm -hmm. all of it. We're going to get into it. I think we just go right to the convo and it all will be revealed. As someone who's been a fan of Elisa's work from the moment that I discovered her, it's been so incredible to be able to continue to interview her and speak with her as our journey continues because, you know, you can't always do everything all at once. So it was just really great for me in this conversation to be reminded of uh, how important it is to tune back into your body and sync with your cycle as much as you can. And some of the things that she said in this interview, I needed to hear so badly again. So I'm just so excited to be bringing this to you guys because these are some trying times. And if we aren't guided by ourselves, then we will get sucked into the K-hole of the internet and who knows what happens in there. (laughs) (laughs) Well said, my friend. Yeah. So yeah, let's just take it to um, once again, our friend Elisa Vitti. And we'll catch you at the end for a little roses action. Yay. We're really bringing back one of the high priestesses of the That's So Retrograde universe, Elisa Vitti. Yes. Hello. Thank you for being here with us today. If That's So Retrograde was a religious text, you'd be one of the four agreements. <laughs> you guys say the nicest things to a girl, honestly. <laughs> it's a fact, though. Well, I love time, being with you both, and I love our conversation. So it's totally my pleasure. It's to be so here. mutual. Last time we saw you was we were at Caroline's on Broadway doing a First live all, show. Yeah, can, we just, can we pause for that? That was, I never knew I ever wanted to do a comedy night in my life. And thank you for giving me a stage on which to unleash the sillier, funnier side of how I like to teach. It was so fun. (laughs) That was one of my favorite, maybe my top favorite live show of all time. Like we were just so in the fucking pocket of infotainment. I don't even know how we got there. It was like the gods of comedy and information shined upon us that night. We were definitely in a zone of goodness. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully that comedy club will still be alive after this time, not to bring down the vibe completely, but... um... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we wanted to have you on today. This is your fourth time on the show. We've done, as you said, a few live events too. So we've really, I feel like we've covered a wide base around the work you do. Quickly, as a, just a, a reminder to our audience, hmm. what's your line of work? What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> um, Simple question, right? Who are no you? I am a hormonal health specialist and women's hormonal health care activist. I'm also an entrepreneur, an author, and the creator of a pioneering method called the cycle syncing method. Oh, I'm interested in bridging the gender gap 
that exists in research and innovation around women's healthcare. And so I've also created this company called Flow Living that provides programs and products and services that help women really where they're suffering most, where they're not getting that support they need from conventional medicine around their hormones. And yeah, that's, that's what I do. Oh, we love it. Bless I have your, your heart. Re- most recent book here in the flow, unlock your hormonal advantage and revolutionize your life. I love the book cover so much. There were two versions of it. And I was on the uh, Marie Claire power trip with Whitney Tingle from Sakara Life. And I was like, Whitney, here are the two covers. Which one do you think? And she was like, it has to be this one, has to be. And uh, it was just a really sweet moment. Every time I see the cover, I think about that. We're on the airplane and she's like, this is the cover. And now every time I see the cover, I'm like, it is the cover. <laughs> it is the cover. We, <laughs> she we is love so Whitney right. and Danielle. They're such gems. So what we wanted to do is really bring you on to talk to this moment because I don't know one person that I haven't spoken to that doesn't feel completely off. Yeah. It's a, it's a wackadoodle time, as I like to say to my five-year-old, uh, when things are a little intense and nutty. <laughs> Whoa. Can't yeah. imagine being it's, a child right now. Like, we have the unfortunate reality. Well, I don't know. Like, we have our memory, so it's beautiful that we didn't have this when we were young, but we have the unfortunate <laughs> a consciousness to recognize how fucked up it is, where when you're a child, you're just kind of like, well, okay, like, this is a weird turn, but I don't know anything better, so, uh, or anything right. really different, so... Sure, masks. Got it. (laughs) I would say that really what I think is the most challenging thing for people, women right now, is this low-grade stress Mm. that we're feeling. You know, you you pick up your phone, you're reading the news. I mean, especially if we go all the way back to March, it's just been relentless, bad news, stressful news. And not just bad news, it's, it's the uncertainty of it all. When it comes to the pandemic, you know, you don't, you can never rest. So it's activating a part of your brain around hypervigilance. It's, it's activating your, your nervous system in a way that's not allowing it to get back into, you know, that sort of equilibrium it likes between the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. And so you're just, you're on edge all the time and you're not supposed to be, right? So then that starts to have this ripple effect down biochemically into our cortisol levels, right? We're, we're being, required to make more to offset this adrenaline from Mm. all the stress inputs. Is that why my stomach bloat won't go down? Yeah, that's, that's definitely a sign of some, you know, tired adrenals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then what happens from a hormonal point of view, because I put out some advanced warnings at the end of March, the beginning of April, I said, Hey, listen, you should expect that your period is going to be problematic over the next month or two. You're going to have more symptoms with your PMS. You might miss ovulation. You, things are, don't be a, don't be surprised if that happens. And why that happens is because as you make more cortisol, in order for you to do that, because you run out of reserves of new, micronutrients to make this cortisol, your body has to steal from another mother hormone called pregnenolone. Mm-hmm. Pregnenolone is also responsible or broken down into progesterone. So when you steal the pregnenolone that was supposed to be diverted to make progesterone, and instead you're using it, re- redirecting it to make more cortisol, what happens to your progesterone levels? They go oh, down. And a lot of people already have low progesterone, right? 
And then you could also already have that as a problem. It could become exacerbated. But if you didn't have it as a problem before, it's very likely you're having some of that experience now, and that's going to exacerbate your PMS. So you're going to have all the symptoms or worsening of the symptoms. And that's in the first month of dealing with it. As it continues, month two, month three, then you can start to actually have disruption in ovulation. So you could skip ovulation. That then could cause you to skip a cycle or have delayed onset cycle starting. So it's not a good situation. Mm -hmm. You know, this lower progesterone can also cause insomnia, which of course is exacerbated by like all the binge screen time that we're having or the being sucked into the vortex of trying to keep up with the constantly shifting sand of what's happening. And that's just the pandemic. (laughs) Even you talking about it is spiking (laughs) my cortisol. I know, I'm like... (laughs) Like, oh. yeah. I'm like, do we have to talk Stop about it. this? Let's it out. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, yes, let's flush out that cortisol. But it's true. I'm just describing your reality and whether or not you're tuned into it consciously. It is this level of frenzy is happening to you yeah. and you're physiologically responding to it. And it's likely messing with your cycle. It's also likely messing with your mental health. T.O. Yeah, T.O. We're going to shout out one of our partners for this episode. And it's really exciting because Elizabeth and I were able to visit this place about a year or so ago. And we had an incredible experience. We're talking about Miraval Resorts and Spa. Miraval is a resort. It's a spa. It's a luxury hotel. It's so much. Each Miraval experience sets you on a wellness journey where you learn how to create a life in balance, heal the whole self, and engage in the present moment. Through a wide array of activities and workshops ranging from yoga and meditation, outdoor adventures, what up, Trust Falls? Yep. Equine activities, sustainable living workshops, cooking classes, private sessions with well being specialists, counselors, nutritionists, astrologers, energy healers, and more. Miraval Resorts help to guide your path to balance and wellness. We were at the property in at the flagship in Tucson, Arizona but they have a second property in Austin, Texas, and they are also opening a third all-inclusive location this July in Lenox, Massachusetts, in the Berkshires. You can go to chill, you can go to spa, or you can really go to like deconstruct some real deep work and deep trauma stuff. So they really like, it's all of it. So So check it out, guys. Miraval Resorts. Manifest the future. Yes. It's future travel plans. M-I-R-A. A-V-A-L resorts.com. Check it out. Go for a stroll. And if you see what you like and you want to engage, go and use our promo code retrograde. Treat yourself. For real. I just, my heart is a flutter thinking of how fun it was there. And one day we shall be back. I can't wait to go back. Speaking of going back, back let's go back to the show. (laughs) As a parent, Do you ever wish someone could just whisper some realistic and trustworthy support in your ear and not make you feel awful for not having all the answers? Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm Dr. Aliza Pressman, developmental psychologist, parent educator, clinical professor, and I'm a mom. My goal is to make your parenting journey less overwhelming and a lot more joyful. Please join me every Friday for new episodes of Raising Good Humans. Anxiety is definitely ratchets up dramatically without enough progesterone. Progesterone is like this 
it's like drinking iced tea on a hot summer day, progesterone. I love progesterone. It's, it, it cools the, the nerves. It calms the brain. It silences the monkey mind. It's very relaxing. It helps you sleep. Without enough of it, you're edgy, irritated, anxious, and sleepless you know? Cool. So this could be happening too. <laughs> it's difficult. So what do we do? And, and we haven't even talked about everything that then started coming into play when the George Floyd situation happened and all of the atrocities and the sadness and the grief and the frustration, every emotion that you could feel on top of the stress yeah. then started happening when that situation came to light and we all started addressing it as a culture. Mm-hmm. Very good thing. Um, but this, the, the physiological impact of that, um, especially on women of color, not just happening while the protests were going on, but their whole entire lived experience of this chronic low-grade stress having this impact, just like I described, that we're now experiencing as the pandemic. They've been experiencing it their entire lives, which is a reason why, for example, women's, women of color struggle more with fibroids or, you know premature birth and, and on and on. And so it's, this is, these are things that are, that are real, that are impacting our health as women. It's unfortunate. What are some of the things we can do? Yeah. I like to get right to this. Like, yes. No, I'm I'm glad you said that. Cause I was like, like, I know I was like, should I crawl on the floor now or later in the conversation? What, you know, it's just like put that picture frame around the situation real quick and then let's paint a new picture. Love. (laughs) But, you know, first and foremost, I think at this point, it would be really a, a, a wise choice for everybody to be taking an adaptogen to support the adrenals. Ashwagandha. You, Literally ordered have, it this have morning. Have we spoken before? Yes, no. sister. Yes. This morning, I was like, I know what I need. I'm on like day 40 of a of an ashwagandha supplement combo. How is that working for you? Are you feeling it's helping? It's not going to fix the situation, but if you can use a, an adaptogen like that to at least mm-hmm. net out to neutral every day, mm-hmm. as opposed to every day getting more and more in the red of your adrenal fatigue, if you can just have that little extra support so that at the end of the day, you're just breaking even, a great goal for these stressful times to break even every day with your endocrine performance, as opposed to what we would love to be able to do, which is to be in the, in the, in the abundance of banking good health more and more every day. Right now, I think the survival mode would be about just ending the day neutral. Yes. With stress impact. That would be my goal is, you know, this is a tough situation. You know, if you're a mom, I've been homeschooling for several months and working and recording podcasts and cycle thinking and, you know, all these things. I don't know why we don't pay school teachers millions of dollars every year for the work they do. But there's a lot of stress happening that is unusual. And I think that you don't want to tell yourself, okay, I'll just let it all affect me negatively and then I'll clean it up later because we don't know how long this is going to go on. The recent yeah. news updates are like the first wave hasn't even been completed yet. And so this is, we're really in a marathon now, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. So let's try to take care of ourselves in a way that just keeps us at a good baseline level. So adaptogens are really critical. Is there um, a brand that you wouldn't mind shouting out that yeah, yeah. I, for herbs, the best in class is Gaia. Okay. 
the way that they measure their extractions and decoctions, it's clinically tested. So you're getting the correct dose. Great. And so I'm a big fan of their, and they're just one of the oldest herbal companies in America. And I just think they do excellent work. So yeah, Gaia Herbals. And no, I, I have no affiliation with them. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. Just, just for the record. Specifics. I was dazzled by, as it tends to happen, by the Moon Juice packaging. And they have a super hair formula that mm-hmm. is just a, I was impressed by the multivitamin and it has a ashwagandha. They kind of lead in with that. It has a biotin in it as well that didn't make me break out. So I was like, Great. amen to that. And Great. I went through my first bottle and I got another and I feel Great. really good on it. I definitely yeah. feel like it's for the most part equalizing me and we'll get into. Um, well, that's two different things. You know, I don't know the full line at Moon Juice, but I know that that's an excellent company. So when I say take an adaptogen, I, especially with herbs, I, I tend to like things in like their one, one at a time. Like, you know, unless it's a specific adrenal formula that you're taking an herbal adrenal formula, that's fine. But I, I tend to like to keep my micronutrients separate and my herbs separate, but that's just me. You can do it, whatever feels comfortable. And if you find something that's working for you, then that's your litmus test, you know? Could I ask you about an adrenal formula, like something that would be more of a compound and like, what would be the benefit of taking something like that as opposed to taking like just an ashwagandha? Well, for example, Jarrow brand makes a, an adrenal blend. It has a combination of the, of the herbs that are great for the adrenal support and the stress response, like ashwagandha and rhodiola. Uh Then it also has three key micronutrients that are great for the adrenals. It has vitamin B5, it has vitamin C, and I think it has zinc. I can't remember the third one. So like your thyroid, your thyroid needs to have stored in its tissues. It has to have enough L-tyrosine and iodine in order to manufacture thyroid hormones. Okay. Similarly, your adrenal gland needs to have enough vitamin B5 and vitamin C in order to make adequate levels of cortisol, right? And to do its job to be responsive. That's a smart formulation too, because you're getting the herbs and these extra water-soluble vitamins Mm -hmm. that are likely being flushed out from stress and the magnesium dump that is happening. So yeah, I mean, I think that can be a helpful thing to do. I think that if you haven't yet experimented with caffeine, given my research into the CYP1A2 gene and that 50% of the population is a not good metabolizer of caffeine and that you don't have to be up at a certain time or on some schedule this would be a really good time to experiment. <laughs> we know, we're pretty sure you're a good metabolizer of caffeine, Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if, you're, if you find that, if you can just pay attention, do you notice your anxiety ratchets up a little bit after you drink caffeine? It, it would be worth experimenting while you are quarantining to take that out of the equation too, because that does have some impact on the adrenals. It has impact on your blood sugar, which mm-hmm. is going to you know, mess your cycle, mess with your, your anxiety, and it's going to flush those micronutrients and especially magnesium out of your body, which is going to just make the whole stress spiral worse, right? It's a, it's like a domino effect, right? And if we can just put a few pillar pieces back into place, then the whole structure doesn't have to collapse, you know? And I would say caffeine is important, taking some micronutrients, taking some good adaptogens, staying on some sort of regular sleep schedule. And then of course, cycle syncing your food and your fitness is going to give you this, this really strong foundation so that at the end of every day, you're not 
in the whole of disruption from mm-hmm. everything that's going on. So something that we talked about with you um, for the first time at South by Southwest, I think, was that three years ago? 2017. It was, yeah, so three, okay. three years ago. Yeah. yeah. We talked about the infradian clock of ladies. I don't know if that's the exact uh, scientific way. The infradian rhythm, yeah. Yep. Ladies. I, mean, and, I just started researching for this book. And yeah, what 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 should we talk about about the well, just like from like on a personal note, like when you told me us that that was so eye opening, which is just that you know the society that was <laughs> essentially was built on the male biorhythm, and there's a reason as why as women we feel like we don't align with that or our energy is kind of out of sync with whatever corporate America kind of set forth for us. That being said, I feel like now I need sort of like a refresher on that because I've now it's like the the playing field of every day is just kind of like put that whatever you want lap sack over your legs and start hopping like we don't know where the fuck we're going or what we're supposed to be doing and I feel like if I had a more deeper understanding of when my energy was going to be high and low, I would be able to be kinder to myself about the way that I approach every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there's so much to say. The first thing to say is that because we live in an environment, a culture that is not inclusive of the female biological experience mm-hmm. and specifically through the lens of the infradian biological rhythm, it's not including that at all. That that in and of itself, you having to contend with that every day creates low-grade chronic stress. I feel that absolutely has impacted your health and well-being on every level up until now. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that this moment now with the sort of watershed experience that we're all living through of normal, not being what we've been accustomed to. Like the rat race has sort of ended in a way. We're yeah, not yeah. racing anywhere. We're all at home. I was saying to my to husband, go. I was like, is this what it felt like to live in the 1970s? Because there was like, you know, things were closed on the weekends and everybody was like around home in their neighborhood. I was like, maybe this is what it was like in the 70s. I don't I, know. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like it was. And spoiler alert, nobody won the rat race. And if you did win, um, you're probably in jail because you committed insane crimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I mean, but, but this this idea of like this grind and the da, 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 this being busy and it's yeah. always on that's emerged, you know, in the sort of technology age that we find ourselves in now, we're still using the tech, but it's about connecting. It's not about just productivity. It's an interesting opportunity, right? Yeah. Guys, let's take a quick break talking about Talkspace. We love We're talking about our cycles. We're talking about what times of month is women when it's nice to reflect and go inward. I feel like Talkspace is a beautiful tool for us to support that We all have something we're working on. It could be a career change, finding a partner, or procrastinating less. The hard part isn't identifying your goals. The hard part is taking action. We're also dealing with adjusting to the new normal of this reality, and it's very challenging, you know, processing it and engaging with it requires a middleman of working out your thoughts and feelings sometimes out loud with a professional who can kind of diagnose 
what you're experiencing and tell you know, make you know that it's normal and offer you tools to help you get through like a very transformational, challenging time. Mm-hmm. Which is why we are so elated to be partnering with Talkspace, which is the online therapy that helps to give you support because that is what we all need right now. Match with a licensed therapist from the convenience of your device, no matter where you are. Reach out to your therapist 24-7, Steph. Hi. I'll call you Hi. from phone or computer and you'll hear back five days a week. Hey. It's awesome. You know, love you it. can put in what your needs are um, and Talkspace will pair you with a licensed therapist. They have therapists trained in over 40 specialties to mention a few anxiety, depression, relationship issues and more. It's not you. It's the world. So unburden <laughs> yourself with your stress and talk it out. If you don't like the person that they match you with, you can find a new person, no pressure, low commitment, and not to mention it's very affordable. It's cool because it costs probably as much as seeing a therapist, but you can send unlimited messages to your therapist and they'll engage with you five days a week. So you're getting more bang for your buck. I know a lot of in-person therapists have these things called boundaries and I'm just not really (laughs) into that. So (laughs) I'm really appreciative of this offer. And Talkspace is secure and private using the latest encryption technology to store client information. That's always a a question, sidebar question I have. Like, hey, I'm telling you my soul, making sure that it's just between us. And it truly is. So as a listener to That's So Retrograde, you will get $100 off your first month on Talkspace, which is so cool. So go to Talkspace.com or download the app and check it out and use code retrograde when you are ready to pull the trigger and you will get $100 off your first month. We're hearing from a few of our listeners who have uh, used the code and have tried it and they are so happy and we're so happy to hear that. So keep working on that mental health, you guys. Yep. Now's a good time. And it's also a good time to go back to the show. Yay. So literally no one's on the clock anymore. And you have this, honestly, a, a real major opportunity to, to define timing, optimal timing for yourself, right? I've been helping women adopt the cycle thinking method for a long time. And, and to get aligned with their infradian rhythm. One of the biggest things that they always say is like, oh, I worry about what happens when the circadian world has a deadline, but it's out of sync with my infradian pattern. Right. Mm. Now, that's a reasonable concern. And I'm sorry that you have to have that stress and that concern. That comes out of the fact that the world is not inclusive. You know, And you know that I go into any environment, corporate culture, especially, and I train male and female teams to be really understanding from an inclusive point of view, these biological rhythmic differences and how we can all use them to our advantage to be more productive at work. But you got to do that for yourself. So I'm sorry that you have to have the thought in the first place of, oh no, I'm probably going to have to abandon what's good for me in order to fit in. Yeah, We have to stop thinking that way. In fact, I put a quote in the book from Gloria Steinem, we have to stop trying to think about how to make women fit the world and start having to try to think about how do we make the world fit women, mm-hmm. right? And I don't even say the world fit women, just to include <laughs> our infradian rhythm would be an enormous step up from where we are right now. So that being said, let's use this moment now to like 
leverage this biological rhythm to our well our advantage from a well-being point of view and to set you up for a different future you yeah. know because whenever things get back to i don't know what i mean it's never i think we all have to start to abandon this idea of getting back to normal i don't think i just don't know there's it's no just going to be going new back. yeah like there's no going back and i think that I'll speak for myself. That's actually been a, a little bit of the catalyst for the anxiety is that grief of of the death of the old way. And I've really been processing that. And I, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think there's no, a lot I, of I, real good that can come of it. And I love what you're saying, how we can actually use this time to, to redesign what works best for us. But there, it, it would be, we'd be lying to ourselves if we don't acknowledge that there is a death. Yeah. I mean, if we look at different historical periods throughout like modern recorded human history, you know, the Victorian period, the Roman history, you know, like the, the, things have a beginning, a middle and an end throughout history. And so it's weird though, to be inside of it happening, you know? And yeah. I do oh, think yeah. that there's this sense of, we're not quite sure what's yet lost because it, we're, it's still in play and we, yet, we don't yet know what new interesting things will be around the corner because that hasn't yet emerged. What I can say is that when you look at the arc of human history, it seems to be always moving toward progress and more inclusivity. And I'm, I'm an optimist and I'm a humanist and I'm a hopeful person. Even MLK said the arc of history, you know, bends towards moral and, and just and right trends. I think that I'd like to think that even though we're in a little bit of turmoil right now, there must be something new and good on its way, you know? And I think that that can start with just you and your own personal experience right now of being isolated. And how do you want your day to be? How do you want your life to be, right? That you don't have to do what everybody else is doing anymore. There's no, like I said, there's not that groove of the rat race of doing whatever that is. So what do you want that to look like? What I would encourage you to do is start to experiment with your infradian biological rhythm, you know, mm -hmm. like get to get familiar with it, get to start playing with it, just observing it. You know, you can use the MyFlow tracker to start to understand, okay, I'm in this phase or I'm in this phase. Or, and okay, that's, and then, that's your app that we both app. use to track our cycles. Yes. And you know, the cool thing about the app is that there's a cycle syncing feature, which will tell you what it means when you're in a phase and give you some reminders of things to do that are helpful with right. food, with exercise, with your life. So you don't have to keep this all in an, in an encyclopedic fashion in your head. You can just use the app to remind you what to do. Yeah. So be aware of where you are in your phases and then just start to try to do some things to align with that. You make your life inclusive of your infradian rhythm. That's really the game right now. Just don't leave it out. Don't keep leaving it out like you've been conditioned to do. Right. Um, bring it back in. And so what does that kind of look like? So yeah. in your follicular and ovulatory phases, right, you can do a cleanse. You could make a bunch of salads and, you know, do your meal planning and pull lots of fresh veggies out of the fridge and not cook for two weeks. Right? You could eat you could eat raw or you could eat plants, you know, and just like really take cooking off your plate for two weeks. Just do a bunch of cho washing, chopping, <clears throat> meal prepping, mm -hmm. and just do an assembly line, pulling things out of Tupperwares and making your life easy. Have smoothies, keep it easy, right? Do really vigorous workouts to flush out all that cortisol. 
Mm-hmm. Get outside, go for a run, do a high intensity interval training video or do whatever, you know, anything that's a really intense workout for you. That isn't like a group fitness class at a gym, do that. <laughs> okay. And then in the second half of your cycle, this is also going to be the most social time that you feel if you're an extrovert, you're going to feel the most grief and stress over the old way of life during this time, especially the ovulatory phase, if you're a natural extrovert. So be sure to plan like some, like a have dinner with a friend over Zoom, like sit, get your meal ready and be like, okay, I'm at the table with my plate get your friend on with their plate and like just chat and eat, you know? In fact, the eating while Zooming will offset what happens when you're constantly on a screen. When you're constantly on a screen, you get sort of this nervous system stimulation that's not normal that when you're with another human being, you don't have. And so you feel your eyes are noticing more things. It just trips you up a little bit. I also think we're all at the point of the pandemic where we're at least seeing at least the singles of us, I know that we have all developed a sort of small pod squad of people that we are seeing. Yeah, so, great. So I, you, you know, can see them then. Yeah, early on, immune, I was like, by I'll the way, if I'm alone the whole time. Yeah, and your immune system is is really supporting you during the follicular and ovulatory phases. It's really strong at this time. Um, so this is a good time to to find ways to safely socialize and if you don't want to, if you don't yet feel comfortable doing that in person, it's totally cool. Do not feel pressured to do that. Set up some Zoom dates, Zoom meetings with friends, or go on a first date on Zoom. That would be really, really interesting. I did that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So interesting. It's like a totally different way of getting to know somebody. The fact that it went well, I was like, <laughs> wow, that was like the best first date ever just because it like wasn't awkward on Zoom. Like if you can get along with someone that you don't know via the internet, that's probably a good sign because it's there's no cues to really read. Like the vibe is virtual. Like that's fucking weird. Well, you're you're really instead you're stripping away some of the physical distractions of getting to know someone, and you're lo- you're really learning about their values and their interests, and if that's in alignment with your values and interests, which is a great way to get to know somebody. So yeah. Schedule some dates. Like if you're trying to find somebody to date, do that during your ovulation phase and you'll have fun. It's, it's going to be a nice break to your routine of the monotony of being at home. In the luteal phase, you know, be mindful of your PMS. If you're really struggling with your PMS, take care of yourself because that progesterone insufficiency will start to derail you in bigger, bigger ways every month. And so get a handle on that. Don't do high intensity interval training after you ovulate. As soon as you're done with your ovulation phase, stop with the HIIT workouts and the cardio. Do Pilates, do yoga, do hold a bunch of planks, squat up against the wall, go for walks, but do not bounce around in the high intensity way. Um, that will I love this. That will absolutely make you more stressed and anxious, disrupt your blood sugar, mess with your cycle. Um, you have higher resting states of cortisol in the second half of your cycle. So if you have higher resting states of cortisol, plus you have too much stress from the media and life right now, more stress, then you're not living in an infradian way, more stress, then you're micronutrient deficient. You see what I mean? This becomes a massive problem. Don't add fuel to the fire of a progesterone insufficiency by doing the wrong workout at this Mm -hmm. time. 
and make sure you eat that 247 more calories per day. Have some complex carbohydrates, you know, in the back of the book. There are some great breakfasts that I recommend for the for each phase. Getting your breakfast right is going to keep your blood sugar levels stable and keep your stress levels lower throughout the day. And that's a really good thing in these times. So, you know, one of my favorite luteal phase breakfasts is like sliced sweet potato toasts with like poached eggs on top. You'll be like a champion um, during the day of nothing is going to, you're not going to feel overwhelmed by stress when you, when you organize your food for your phase that way, you're going to really feel solid to face the day, whatever the day brings. So that's the food and the workout piece. But then rethinking that new future and envisioning a new way to live your life as a, as a woman with an active infradian rhythm, you know, what about changing the way you do your work to align with your infradian rhythm, right? Like first half of the month, you're going to feel more in that ideation phase, the verbalization phase, right? Um, so why not do things that are aligned with that? That's what is happening in your brain chemistry. Go with that flow. In the luteal phase, follicular and ovulatory phase, in the luteal phase, with the introduction of adequate levels of progesterone, you're going to be so focused and so calm. So like get things done. Whatever the things are you want to get done, get them done. You got 10 to 14 days of a luteal phase, the longest phase of your cycle. Carve out plenty of time to do your deep work, right? Mm -hmm. This is not the time for you to brainstorm. This is the time for you to finish whatever it is. And that can be work-related. It can be about your home. It could be you want to bake bread and start a sourdough starter. I mean, everybody's taking up new hobbies. Like whatever it is, do it then. But in the follicular phase, have the idea, I want to, this month, I want to create my own sourdough starter. Cool. So everyone's doing that. Right. That's, and then in the ovulatory phase, call your friend who works at a bakery and, you know, I'm making this up, call somebody (laughs) who knows how to bake and be like, Hey, how do you make a sourdough starter? Or talk to people on online forums about sourdough starting, you know, that's ovulatory phase. Then in the luteal phase, Get your butt in the kitchen and bake that bread. It's going to take you three days when you use your own sourdough starter from start to finish. So you're going to do that. You're going to be really into it then. And then in your bleeding week, you know, rest and reflect. Eat that Back shit. Out. <laughs> How was my bread? Yeah. You know? How did my sourdough bread come out? You know, was it fluffy enough? Was the crust the, the way I wanted it? Did I use the right temperature? Think about what you did reflect upon its success or its areas where it lacked and then put that into your mental bank account for your next follicular phase where you can start a whole new plan of action, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm using the bread baking as an example. You can apply this to anything from work to parenting to organizing your closet, baking bread, et cetera. And I, I just love the idea that you could be enjoying things more while you're doing them. Mm -hmm. You know, I just don't want you to have that feeling of drudgery and stress. Like, oh, I got to do this now. And I'm tired. I'm stressed. I I wish I didn't have to do this now. If If you feel that strongly about it, check in with which phase you're in and look at the charts in chapters six and seven of the book around time management and work and see if you've just 
forgotten for a moment that you may have selected an activity that's so out of sync with your phase that it's just causing you stress and anxiety. I love that. And then just make a different choice. Be like, you know what? I'm going to just put a pin in this and re reschedule it. You know, that technique of rescheduling, mm-hmm. you can use it every day. <laughs> you can reschedule your things into the right phase and, and really think about planning your life, not every 24 hours, but every, t- every month, right? Mm-hmm. Every 28 days yeah. so that you're looking, you zoom out a little bit from like, what's my optimal schedule for the day? Elizabeth, I think it's a good time for us to pause And while we're talking about boosting our immunity and uh, fortifying our body, I think it's as good a time as ever to say hello and thank our partner Ritual because Who doesn't love a ritual? We love it. They are a clinically tested multivitamin that is just helping us on this wellness journey day in and day out. Really loving that they have gone ahead and left out mystery additives, synthetic fillers, and those shady extras that can be found in a lot of traditional multivitamins. And also rituals committed to showing you their nutrients, where it came from, and why they chose it. They call this traceability. It's cool. You can go on the website and scroll down and you can see where all their vitamins are sourced from. And not only the location, but the specific way that they extract the vitamin because some of these can come from different places. So I don't know, for me, it feels good to take something that I have a clear vision of where it's come from. It's for some reason, it makes me feel like just healthier in general. Exactly. And I also appreciate that Ritual is designed to be gentle enough to take on an empty stomach. Same. I'm I think I one day will be the type of person who takes their multivitamins at the same time every day without question or wondering, but I'm not. I just remember and then I take it and I like that it doesn't matter if I've had a meal before or after. I can just take it anytime and I can feel really good. And there's a minty fresh experience because every bottle has a mint essence tab. It tastes yummy. A minty burp, like I say, minty burp society. Where are you guys at? So head over to (laughs) ritual.com slash retrograde and you will get 10% off your first three months if you use the slash retrograde when you order your ritual vitamins. 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash retrograde. Enjoy. Now back to the show. A lot of people are revisiting what their work even is and are having a really difficult time brainstorming, executing, knowing how to like kind of, it just feels like it's sort of an exploded mess of what used to be and what will become. And this is such a great way to ground in that conversation that we were having about what to do next with work. Like seeing the planning phases and the way that you're describing it is such an organized way and such a gentle approach. Cause like, I think we tend to feel like, fuck, that sucks. That was bad. Now I need to know now. We don't give ourselves the space to, in a uh, in the flow way, you know, flow of life and the literal flow to know when is a good time to even be thinking about what to do next. I mean, I think you bring up something really important that when there is expanded uncertainty, mm-hmm. the actual gold is time. Yeah. Because uncertainty always resolves itself in time. Yes. You know, I remember in college feeling like, 
everybody else seems to know what they're going to do. And I didn't yet know how I was going to do all that I was going to do. And everyone else seemed so certain. Mm -hmm. And it was my experience that over time, the uncertainty went away and the certainty increased. And Rainer Maria Rilke talked about, you know, live into the questions, right? Eventually you'll get the answers, Mm -hmm. but you have to be willing to bake time into that equation. Part one. Part two is, especially because you don't know what is happening with your career or how you might be working with clients or if you're going to be seeing people in person or all of these things, breaking things down into what you can do now is actually much more effective because it will lead you to what you can do in the future faster. And by doing that, you're also taking away the stress element, which ends up making time seem more acute and pressured. And then you take up all your time with your stress. So by the time that you get to the point where you might have something figured out, you weren't present for it because you were so fucked up about it. Overwhelm, I'm going to say that like this, overwhelm and anxiety kills creativity. That's why I quit Instagram today. Right? (laughs) So if if you're trying to do it, all right now, figure out what to do, solve your, the, the, this huge existential question that a lot of us are facing about like, what do I do now? Or what is my new normal? No one's going to be giving that answer out anytime soon. So yeah. don't have the expectation that you're going to have that answer. Mm-hmm. Instead say, okay, I don't know. Check. Here's what I know I need to do. I need to finish this project from this other client, or I want to start writing a book that I said I wanted to write 10 years ago or whatever, what can you do now? Mm -hmm. And how can you start to work toward things, even if you don't know what the outcome is going to be? Mm -hmm. In a way, this is forcing many of us to confront what is so challenging about entrepreneurship, even if you're not an entrepreneur, Um, So things that they say about entrepreneurs is that we're really comfortable with uncertainty. Um, I don't know if that's true. (laughs) My experience of it is that um, it's just there. Yeah. Accepting it as as a reality. It's just how if you're you're building something that's never been built before, you can't have a blueprint or a roadmap or a guide you know, like, so that's just part of the course. You're going to navigate through a field of trees no one's ever walked through before. Okay, great. So that's the, that's the reality. So, but bring a machete. Yeah. Bring (laughs) some tools, you know, get, get what you need. Be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the difference. I don't think about, and if this can be helpful, whether you're an an entrepreneur or not, I'm not so concerned about the destination or having the roadmap because that that's the equivalent of knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. I never know what's going to happen. Really. I mean, not for all this, all these years I've been building this company. I, I, you know, definitely never know what's going to happen. It's all been new. I've been creating it as I go. So I don't worry about the destination and I don't worry about having a, a map. What I worry, what I focus on is deciding what I would like to do and really making sure that, that feels right to me in whatever way that is, right, in my body. And then I do all that I can to prepare myself. And that mm-hmm. could be 
getting information, education, reaching out to somebody who's an expert in, I don't know, accounting or whatever it is, if it's a business related, gathering my resources and then meeting my resources with my desire to create something and then just doing one step of it at a time until the full puzzle of what the picture is, is revealed, you know, but I don't have necessarily always the end destination in mind. I actually think artists have an advantage here because artists, when you're, what you don't do is say, Oh, I'm going to paint a picture of an apple, unless that's the kind of thing you're doing. You're going to say, I am going to go, most artists are really into their, the medium, right? I'm going to go work with my, uh, silk screen and I'm going to, or I'm going to work in a specific medium or I'm going to do, I'm going to take this type of hyper zoomed photography and then I'm going to lay it out in a mosaic and see what happens. And I'm going to see what happens is the key. I'm going to do the practice without any expectation. I'm going to show up to my silk screen. I'm going to show up with my paints. I'm going to show up with my camera. I'm going to take pictures without judgment. I'm going to throw some paint on the screen and smush it down and see what comes out no expectation, no stress, no worry about the outcome, and then build and then do it every day, mm-hmm. every day. So literally, right, you know, you can make your lifestyle artistry, the yeah. art of making and creating something from nothing, which is in fact the energetic of the feminine, of the womb, so to speak. It's the container of the sort of fertile void. Yeah. Right. And so being comfortable with that idea that you can create things out of nothing without a map, it's, I don't know, that turns me on a lot. You know, personally, I I get like, woo, yeah, yeah, what am I going to do? I feel that and what you're saying, and it really is so illuminating. And I love how armed with scientific facts, we're then able to empower action through your work and what you're talking about. Yeah. I literally just wrote so, down everything you said, and I feel like the audience <laughs> is going to do the same. That was some, like, high notes. goddess knowledge drop. Per usual. <laughs> yeah. I was like, look at my crazy psycho note paper. I didn't even write straight. I was just like, everything you saying. So, Elisa, thank you, thank so, you so much. much. As I have been saying throughout this time, we have really called on our, like, tried and true pillars of the show to help usher us into this moment right now. And you're wise and we're grateful for it. So So grateful. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's always fun to have these conversations. And I hope that it serves women to feel less stressed and anxious and to ground in their power and creativity and strength. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you have it in you, just bring it out. Yes. Amen. Yes. Mm. I learned this. That's my intention. So We're gonna tell our intention. listeners, <laughs> tell our listeners where they can find you. We mentioned the In the Flow app. That's F L O. Oh no no no! So the book is In the Flow, and okay, you can get sorry, all sorry. sorts of great resources at InTheFlowBook.com. Like immediate downloads with purchase. So please take advantage of all these gifts awesome. I built for you. If you want the app, you go to My Flow my Tracker. Flow. Be careful. There is an app that liked my name so much they called their own app something similar but the one you want is my flow so myflowtracker.com and then if you're having any hormonal problems and you need support you want to talk to one of our flow coaches you want the supplements you want to figure out how to balance your PCOS or whatever you want to do you can go to flowliving.com 
And then if you want to join the Cycle Sinker Sisterhood, you can come to CycleSinkingMembership.com and, and hang out with me some more and talk to some other awesome women who are living the Infradian lifestyle and getting all the support there. And then you can follow me on Instagram at flowliving and at alisa.vd. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon, whether digitally or IRL. I look forward to it. Wow. This conversation was such a rose. I'm so happy that we had it. I I really, since we recorded with her, I um, ordered Vitex Berry and Ashwagandha. And I have to say that I've noticed an increase in energy and a decrease in stress. So the supplements are no joke, y'all. That's not my rose. My other rose. <laughs> <laughs> but those, that is just a rosy update. Yeah. I'm yeah. like so here for ashwagandha nowadays. Ashwagandha and the Vitex berry for those of us who have low progesterone. And I was noticing that I was getting like a very increased bloat prior to my period and then during my period. And then like it wasn't really going down. And I was like, okay, I'm bloated and it's not just my period. It's not just my diet. Like something's going on. And since taking Vitex, I feel much better in that part of my body. Like it doesn't mm. feel like I'm experiencing an imbalance anymore. So hot tip, Elisa. Speaking of being balanced, my rose is that I am doing not one, but two Chopra Center meditation courses. Tell me more. So Deepak Chopra offers these free 21-day meditations. Mm-hmm. And Kelly Peach, shout out Kelly. Hi recommended that I do the abundance meditation and she sent it to me. And then I kind of got off track. It was coming in. So is it a series? It's a 21 day meditation. Yeah. Yeah. So he gives a talk and then he does a meditation and the entire thing, they're like 15 minutes each. And she had sent me the abundance one, but then it was like on my WhatsApp and my technology was fucked up and I couldn't like get it together. And then I got this email that was like, we're introducing another one renew yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to double down and do both. So I do them back to back. I'm just, I'm not one for a guided meditation. I like to meditate either with mantra or just with music. But what I love about this is he like sets an intention and he sets a grounding thought. And then you kind of listen and you think about it. And then he gives you Sanskrit mantra. So you're like, you're you're settling down and grounding to think about something prior to getting the mantra. So you're already like kind of settling into that stillness. I think it's challenging to just go from like, okay, I'm meditating now. You know, it's kind of his talks are like a, a an intermediary between getting you there. Yeah. And he just has like the most soothing, centered fucking perspective and it vibe. Radiates. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. Rose, 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 the Chopra Center, they're free and they're incredible. So that's my rose. I it's really, really helping me kind of adjust to this uh ever-changing uh reality that we're living in. Oh yeah. I I too have been using my trusty meditation app. I actually just hit 200 meditations on that because it tracked. Congrats. And I threw myself a little internal party. Oh, yeah? What'd you do? 200 meditations. Wow. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, I use the Unplug app. I've talked about it before. Um, I think I talked about it when I first discovered it. And happy to say, still a 
a trusty tool in the in the good old kit. We love that. Okay, so my rose, in addition to that lovely meditation app, I want to do a little skin update since we're talking about cycles and all of that. To me, skin kind of is an offshoot, is an arm. So I have to say I was breaking out crazy when March, all of that, I think stress and everything just like was, it just started showing on my skin. And you guys know, I love a uh, corrective skincare here in Los Angeles. Jen Kramer has an excellent and wonderfully affordable line that, that goes along with her treatments. And there's this benzoyl peroxide scrub that I, the texture of my skin has completely changed. So if anybody deals with those like bumpies, as I like to call them, that just kind of mess with the texture. Comedones. This is a product that I've found that works. You don't use it as a face wash. So I use their gentle face wash or I use Honor MD's Wild Rose face wash. Both of those do not activate any irritation. That's what I use too. I love the Honor MD stuff. Then I'll use this benzoyl peroxide scrub really gently. And I, I put it on almost like I've been told like I'm massaging a balloon. So you don't want to like go too hard. Just a really, you know, as we all massage balloons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Naturally. That, that energy. So I was really excited to find this. I recommended it to two friends. They love it. So I'm just putting it out there for the world. And then I mentioned Honor MD stuff. I know you use this too. They have this um, hyaluronic acid moisturizing serum mm-hmm. called Hope 2O. The brand is from this plastic surgeon here in Beverly Hills, Dr. John Diaz. Um, It's actually formulated by his wife, Ursula. She's the person who does all of the formulations. And if you saw her, you would be like, whatever you're doing for your skin, I want that for my skin. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I'll have what she's having. (laughs) Exactly. Not only is it a great hyaluronic product, but it's a bioactive blue light protection as well. So as we're all on our screens, it's a nice little added layer. And I truly, truly love this. And also anytime I find something that does not break me out or make me more clogged, I feel the need to spread the word. Well, now that you're talking about Honor MD, like I have to shout out their hero product for me. I think it might be a little too too intense for you, but the genetically blessed serum is honestly changed my skin. Your skin looks amazing. It's like it's the only thing that I've consistently used that's kept it like glowing and detoxified. I don't, I used to get all these like weird, like, like you said, like the bumpy comedones and stuff around mm-hmm. my mouth. I don't get any of that anymore. And that's, I just use their face wash and their serum, their hyaluronic and then an oil. And it's like, she's really figured it out. You can find it on their website and we'll link it and all of that. I feel like that's going to end up being all over the place because it's So good. So you heard it here first. Yeah. And then one more thing I have to shout out, you know, as much as we speak of the perils of the internet, I did find quite a fun deep dive of a, of a YouTube channel that is a plastic surgery positive channel which is a genre on on YouTube that I've I've just learned about in my 4 a.m. digital deep dives. Sure. And this woman is named Lori Hill, and she's the only one on YouTube, apparently, to have a pro-plastic surgery channel, not from an actual plastic surgeon. She's more of like an enthusiast. Okay. And she (laughs) 
does it, so she does these like celebrity before and afters and her, her audience, she kind of pulls her audience. She's like, who, who do you want me to, to, to review? So then she takes through like composite photos, um, in Photoshop and she's able to kind of like put photos, she layers them and then she sees like the little tweaks that um, well-known faces may or may not have had in her assessment. And she does these incredibly detailed deep dives. And I got lost in the channel. I've watched every single video. It is just a fun escape, a fun learning moment, a fun teachable moment if you're interested in faces as I am. And may I suggest starting with the Khloe Kardashian one, moving on to Priyanka Chopra, and then getting to Meghan Markle and then like go to town from there. <laughs> you need to go outside more. Um, <laughs> uh, it's fascinating and just like a little, a little fun distraction. I can't tell if this is a rose or a cry for help, but I love that you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> it can be both. Sure. It's 2020. Sure. Yeah, honestly, 2020 is that. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for the recommendation, Elizabeth. Thank you to Elisa Vitti for another uh, just expansive, illuminating conversation. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to 2020 for challenging us in ways we did not know were possible. Uh, we love all of you. Uh, not the same, but equal. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We will see you next week. That's right. Namaste listening. Yes, that's a retrograde.